Hello and welcome to the Family Fix Podcast. I am your host, Shannon Ican Lady Battle, and this is the place where your problems find a new focus, healthy solutions, and consistent momentum. No matter how lost you seem, there is a path to your guiding light, and I'm here to help you find it. I hope you all have had an exhilarating weekend, day, whatever day you're listening to this segment, because it could broadcast at any day, any moment. But I just hope that this time that we spend together today will give you a moment of reflection and clarity about whatever it is your heart may be seeking. I have really enjoyed the time and I really honor those who listen to the broadcast because it allows me to connect with you in a level that I typically don't connect with others. I'm able to share from my experiences, both personally and through others, and along with a little bit of clinical spin to it from my uh, clinical background as a therapist. I have uh, been doing this journey for quite some time on radio and I love to use my voice to speak. Have you all ever questioned in life, okay, what am I supposed to do, especially if you can't sing or if you don't have distinguishable trademark uh, value, not values, but trademarked um, characteristics that someone could easily duplicate? That has always been a challenge for me because I'm not funny. I know how to have fun, but I don't know how to be funny. I can just be myself. I love to laugh, right? And But I've always known that, okay, I love to talk too. If you ever think about what you did the most and got in trouble for when you were younger, that's probably an area that uh, just needed to be developed and reach maturity and see how it works for you later on in your adult life. And for me, it was talking and using my voice, using my words and teaching others how to use their um, voice and words as well. But today we want to talk about... um, a couple of things and I wanted to just chime in on a topic that I feel is very paramount because there was a conversation that I had with my children on our way to go see my son at a town and my daughter she was telling me that one of her friends had talked to her and said that She did something where she didn't pass a class or she made a bad grade on a paper or something like that. And she said that her parents told her that she was a disappointment. And when my husband heard that, he was like, oh, no, she must have you must have misunderstood her. She misunderstood. There's no way her parents told her that. And my daughter is saying, no, her parents talk to her like that all the time. She was like, you know, I don't understand why they would call her that. And I sat there and I listened and I knew it bothered her because she thought about it enough to talk to us. And I thought about it in terms of mistakes. I understand as parents, we want our we want our children to live a better life than what we lived. And we want to be able to make sure that we help guide them to be able to live the best life that they can with least obstacles and obstructions along the way. But in all of our protecting as a parent, what are we really protecting them from? We're trying to protect them from things that can seriously harm them and hurt them but are we protecting them from the development process of life I ask that because 
it seems like a lot of parents now are are just just internally driven to make sure that their kid stands out on top. They want to make sure that their kids have the best tutors. They have the best trainers. They have the best coaches. They have the best teachers. Because if you have the best, then automatically there's an assumption that you will become the best. But I want to take that back for people who have siblings. You know, let's kind of look at it in in a scale in which we grew up. I grew up as an only child, so I don't know what it's like to have siblings around me, but I have five children and I look at how they all grew up in the same household, but yet they all have their own way of thinking about things. They see life differently. And as they get older, their values change. So the values of the household don't necessarily become the values of them individually as they get older. And these start to change even before they leave the house and and go on to become, you know, hopefully great adults. So if we see that our children are thinking differently and they have the best of, you know, what you offer them as a mother and father in a household, what makes you think that they're not going to make mistakes? And one thing that I wanted to just really chime on is the fact that we have not, have got to stop being afraid of making mistakes. And so if I could say what this topic would be, it would be what the devil forgot to tell you about your mistakes. I remember my one of my daughters, she is like a perfectionist. She wants everything right before she executes. She will make sure that every T is crossed, every I is dotted before she puts herself out there. And she's a non-confrontational type child. So even if she has to, you know, develop bold and courageousness to confront a situation, she wants to make sure everything is mapped and planned out. And I know this is her logical side of thinking about things and she's still developing. And it makes me so upset sometimes because I want you to just do it. Just, just do it. You know, don't worry about it. If it fails, it fails. If it doesn't work out, it just doesn't work out. But she's not wired that way. So sometimes I have to push her out into the deep and let her see that, you know, okay, you're not going to drown because I'll throw you a lifeline if I do see that you're drowning. But once you're in there, you'll probably at least be able to get yourself to the shallow end and know that it wasn't as much as a catastrophe as you put into your head. So you have a lot of people that do a lot of planning and they do a lot of preparing. And a lot of times they make mistakes even in the best of plans and even in the best of preparation. Why is that? Because mistakes are necessary to help you grow and develop. It was never a mistake when we look at certain stories, how, you know, people talk about how they uh, got into a relationship. Think about people that you met that you never intended to meet. You go one place thinking that you're going to network and meet, you know, a certain individual or individuals. And then you happen to have a sidebar conversation with someone else that changed the course of your your journey for that particular time in your life. Those coincidences, those mistakes, those unintended occurrences are necessary and a part of your growth. 
So even though you're trying to develop your children and make them more cautiously aware that, you know, oh, if you put your hand on the eye, it's going to get burned. Uh, Okay, sometimes they need to touch it to see that it's hot. (laughs) And having a burn doesn't mean that they're not going to recover. It will hurt and they will recognize the pain. And guess what? They won't touch that eye again. When kids are outside playing, we don't want them playing too rough. Why? Because if they play too rough, then somebody's going to get hurt and then they'll have to go to the doctor. Guess what? Let them go to the doctor because let them see that even though you do get hurt, you still can live with pain. And a lot of people don't like discomfort. They don't like to experience pain. So they do their best to avoid it, which means they eliminate a lot of opportunities to be able to live their life to the fullest potential because they're always afraid something is going to happen. I was listening to someone and they were talking about risk. You know, people say, okay, well, I don't want to get into another relationship after you've had a failed one and you were in love and your heart was broken because you were afraid of taking a risk. Every time you get up in the morning and you get your day going, you're taking a risk. You're taking a risk with life. Your life, if you're getting in a car, if you're getting in a subway, if you get on a bus, you know, you're always taking risks. When you're eating food, when we thought that it was okay to eat veggies one time and then all of a sudden they had to pull all the spinach and it had salmonella and everything to get you sick. We never know (laughs) what's going to, you know, hit us at any angle. And so when you tell yourself, okay, well, I don't want to do this because I don't want to risk getting hurt again. Well, you're you're just going against life in itself because you're taking those risks every day. You know, when you go out to work, you know, you're taking a risk. You're taking a risk, you know, when you invest in something, you think it's going to work out and it doesn't. Okay, it didn't work out. You learn from it. But guess what? The mistakes made you greater. Why did the mistakes made you make you greater? Because it gave you an opportunity to go back and make an assessment about how to do it better the next time. I think about, oh gosh, tragic mistakes. Mistakes where I lost my business <laughs> type mistakes. Mistakes where I went to court and lost, you know, I'm like, oh gosh. And even, even in those, you know, sincere moments it's like how does the you know how do these things happen and things happen just out of your control but does it mean that you stop it makes you feel sometimes that you want to stop but you have to keep going because there is a lesson to be learned I was telling my daughter one day I said well I said you know you don't really worry about your mistakes because really your mistakes are your miracles and they can really turn into that if you allow yourself to learn and grow through them. My son had uh, did something he shouldn't have done. And when he did it, there was consequences. And so I told him that this is choice-driven behavior that will have consequences. And so you'll just live with the consequences. So he wanted to live with the consequences because he made his choice and he, he, he lived it up. And even though it was punishment for him, Rolling forward, maybe, maybe about three, four weeks later, um, we get, he's in school, you know, everyone's going virtually and they have the option of going to school, but I didn't allow that for this first uh, quarter. And because he had consequences for his choice driven behavior and was on punishment, He couldn't go to basketball workouts. I was like, no, it's just not happening. 
Well, nevertheless, we get a message from the school saying that there, you know, was a child that had contracted the COVID virus. And if you had been at basketball workouts, make sure you monitor yourself for symptoms. I says, boy, look at that. I said, this is a prime example of how you were so worried about, oh, you know, my parents, you know, they just don't understand and everything, you know, just going in on us. But this mess right here, it was actually a miracle. This mistake you made, you know, was a miracle because it protected our home from putting you in a situation that could have put us all in a dangerous situation. So, you know, when I looked at that and just began to just assess some of the mistakes that I've made, I look at how I was able to grow for them, how I got stronger, because you got to remember when you're going through different things in life, especially when you're trying new things, you're going to be afraid. And you gotta, when you're doing it afraid, you're doing it with the mindset of knowing that even when I failed in something in the past, I came out. And I came out stronger. I came out smarter. I came out more knowledgeable. I came out wiser. And as long as those type of traits are building within you, then you're going in the right direction. Now, it may not have actualized to where you really see what it is that, you know, you're striving for, but don't stop there. When I was reading my book, you know, I thought I thought about, okay, well, when you're making mistakes, what does that feel like? And why do we stay in our mistakes for so long? And in the section on page 10, if you have the Power of I Can book, it talks about light in the valley. So you may be an experience in a downtime, and that's what we call valley experiences. And this is a valley time that I've learned to consider as your thinking place. And a lot of us don't want to take that time to just stop, calm ourselves down and think. We can't see our way out, but we know there is one. When you're in a valley and you're in a dark spot, a lot of times there isn't enough light shining in and you're just alone. You feel like, you know, there's no one there. You know God is there, but it's just hard to really get connected with him so you can find out, okay, what do I do to get myself out of this? So while you're in there, you know, you feel like you can't muster up the strength to pull yourself up. But you know there's something higher. You know there's a lifeline coming to pull you out, coming to save you. And I also know that if I allow myself to stay compressed with stress, worry, when I'm going through uh, evaluating and beating myself up from a mistake that I've made, I know that if I stay there, I won't make it out. You've seen the movie Get Out and the guy, he saw everything, you know, from his vision, you know, for his, his, his front focus. But then when he was sinking down, he could not bring himself back up out of it. That is where mistakes can take us. And that's where your stress and worry will take you. And it will take you down so deep that you'll feel yourself literally floating around in a dark cavity and unable to get back to the light. So you want to be very careful with that. When you make a mistake, you don't want to stay there. And then I thought about Tom Hanks. Remember when he was in the movie and he was stranded on an island for many years, the plane had crashed and he had um, his little friend, uh, the basketball, I can't think of the name, but if you saw the movie, he named it the basketball. He, that was the, the name of his friend. He had to adjust because he went from having everything to having nothing but hope. And so when you make mistakes, that's what you have to remember that you have hope. And when you can stir up hope, then that 
will sustain you until someone comes and helps to give you that lifeline or that your situation just turns and you're able to you're able to get rescued and come up out of there so just don't lose your hope no matter how bad things seem to be if God brought you out once before then he's faithful to perform this work until the end therefore it's not over tell yourself even in your mistakes, even when the devil is trying to rub everything in your face and let you know that this is going to be a failure, you're going to be a failure, your children are going to be a failure, your marriage is going to be a failure, your job is going to be a failure. Tell yourself it's not over. If you have, if you've ever experienced recovery from a really bad mistake in the past, guess what? you'll experience that recovery again. So you'll get through it. So don't lose the hope. Don't lose your faith and keep your momentum going. I thank you for this time that we had on today. I love the fact that we are growing and this is the month of September and this is my birthday month. I ask as a, as a gift, (laughs) if you don't mind to please share this broadcast, I really want to hit a certain number and I'll put the number out there, you know, a couple weeks before my birthday, but by the end of the month, I definitely want to be there. So if you have enjoyed uh, this broadcast, just go ahead and share it with your network is nothing to say, Hey, listen to this so you can get your life together and click on it. But also, let's continue and follow up with our um, conversation. Go to my website, www.shannonbattle.com. Make sure you put down comments, and then that way we can go ahead and dialogue and share and let me know about more things that you would like to hear in the future. I thank you for your time, and I really am encouraged that you are getting better each day, that as you're getting better, everything around you is getting better. Your, Your life, your family, your kids you know, your responsibility to yourself, to your community. And until we talk again, thank you and continue to walk in peace. Enjoy your day.